Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 Minute Podcast. George. Good morning. Jack. Good morning. How are you both? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good, good too. Yeah, excellent. Well, Jackson's running off to get some tissues. He's always got snotty nose. I don't know what it is. It's all that cocaine abuse, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's bang out some questions, George. Get straight into it. Yep. Um, we're trying to keep up with the questions, but we can't always. But let's, um, let's pick four or five quick ones. I was laughing about this one, but what happens if you're an energetic and positive person, but you're married to a complainer and a negative person? Mm. Well, I'm not the best person to ask because I'm, I'm a bit ruthless. You are very ruthless. Yeah, I'm a bit like, well, if, I'm not, if this isn't right, I'm out of here. Mm. I'm a bit like that. You know, so, and I understand people like, oh, well, that's not practical because you might have kids or things or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I actually wanted to do one on divorce. We should talk about divorce today a little bit. Yep. What do you think, Jack? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Love well, divorce. You've written through a few couple of divorces, Jack, with me. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... You got to, there's two ways to look at that though because you attract everything into your world so you can't blame somebody else for being that way. Like, l- let's be brutally honest. Tara is a bloody pain sometimes. Love her to death. Do anything for her. But gee, she's, she's like fierce sometimes. And what I do is... Um, I, I stay real steady with that, super steady. You know, because, you know, she's growing and she's learning about life and things and, you know, she's going through different stages. And But um, it, the most dominant energy rules. You've got to remember that. So if you're calm, so Jordan, me and you. So actually Tara's going to come on a podcast with us. That will be interesting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I feel like it'll just be Jackson and I looking at like a tennis match. Like, dude, yeah. she said, dun, 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 she said someone said get her on, and I uh, and so she said, yeah, she'll come on. So maybe we'll do that next week. She probably made the account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fully. Yeah. It's funny. Um, on TikTok and things, she's so funny. She, she, um, she gets on there and starts like that. Camera's falling over, Jack. Um, she gets on there and write write things to people. Like, you know, if they're writing not so good things or whatever, like, and she's answering quick. I said, why are you doing that? She's like, I don't know. She, what did she say? I can't remember what she said. She writes that much on text messages. Like, she was just having a conversation with me last night. It's like, boop, boop, Yeah, I know. Boop, she's, boop, she's, boop. She's, a, she's a beast. All these paragraphs. Unbelievable. But you got to, let's say it's your partner. you got to work out whether you want to be with them or not. Mm. You don't have to be. So, um, you know. How well, do you know? How do you know? How do you know you when? You just know. Mm. You know, like, and my last wife, Shelley, she, um, she's a good, nice person. You know, she was like, fantastic, great mum, a lot of respect for her. She, she's great. But just, you know, just didn't quite have that dance going on. Mm. You know, so it was like, you know, you can, you can sort of keep pushing on. And, you know, you know that thing you think, oh, yeah, it'll work out. Like, it'll get better or it'll work out or, you know, it's yeah. just... You shouldn't have to force it. Like, there's not one day I wake up, 
or actually sometimes when she's like going crazy, but there's not <laughs> one day I wake up and go, oh, I don't really want to be here. Mm. You know, like I, sometimes it takes a lot of bravery to say, hey, I'm out of here. Because you've got to pull your life apart and put it all back together again and rebuild. Mm. You know? It's changed a lot, hasn't it? Like, used to be till death do us part. Yeah. Like my, my nan and pop, mm. whom I love more than anything in the whole world, for my entire life slept in different rooms. Mm. And I used to, and would barely talk to each other. But I used to think, why don't you just get divorced? Like, and actually spend the next 20 years happy. Like, then yeah. this whole weird energy. It was uncomfortable a bit. You sort of, yeah. And I think because that was expected a bit yeah, down there. That's how it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Woman's a woman, man's a man. That's just what it is. And yeah, no matter you, what, you, you, never get ma- you never get divorced. Yeah. I, I remember when with Jackson's mum, we were only together five years or something. Um, and I was just like, I, you sort of look forward. Like, I don't know if everyone does this, but you sort of like propel yourself forward. And I was like, and her mum and dad, like they're probably one of the, from what I see, that's, her dad is just so unhappy. And I'm like, I think it's going to end up like me. And I, and I had three young kids. And it, just in my heart, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to live like, I don't want, I don't want that. I could see it, you know. And then, could I have stayed there? Probably. You know, would it have cost me inside? Probably. So it's like, and I'm not saying I'm an example. I just followed what I wanted, what I felt was the right move. And yeah. I'm happier now than ever. Well, mm. you, you, I mean, you've been with me a long time, Jackson. You've been stuck with me a long time. Yeah. And I, I'll take your guys' opinion. You know, am I happier now than ever? Definitely. But it was a, definitely a while for years there. It was a train wreck. <laughs> you know, and I had, you know, all people going, oh, I don't know, you can't get divorced, like, la, la, la. And I always saw it as, like, a bit of a failure as well. That was in my mind. Mm. Another one. Gee. You know, and they're super expensive. <laughs> they're like, they cost a lot. <laughs> and then you've got to manage them. Then you've got to manage the kids separately. Then you've got to pay child. I've been paying child support for 20 years. So it's like, and I've still got another 15 years to go or whatever it is, you know, Bay and Flora. But I do make effort, make a lot of effort with them. And But there's something about being authentically you mm. that is very powerful and i'm not saying just go off and get divorced or anything like that i'm, I'm sure when some people work at it they can work it out but i just felt it was the right thing. why do you think like a lot of marriages break down like a lot most yeah. of the people that i know are on their second marriages well so. it's a funny it's a funny thing you know and this is not a relationship counseling podcast mm. it's the furthest thing from that you know i'm just talking about experience um, I was talking to Tara about this yesterday or the day before. And I think the difference between me now and the difference between me before is I was, because time in a season as well, like when you're your age, Jordan, you're out there just building, trying to get established. I don't think that's a great time to br- bring kids up and be like with all these other weights on you because yeah. that's if that's your wired like you, not everybody is, you know. Um, but you can only do so much as well. Whereas today, I'm very, I'm acutely aware of what Tara needs. Like acutely aware. So I'm like, <clears throat> pretty much my whole day is making sure she's happy, she's supported, you know, she, things need to, you know, in her life, I'm emotionally aware of her. Because I think sometimes when people, 
they're in a relationship, but you're not fueling the other person either. Like it dies. Yeah. Sort of like not watering the garden. We mm. talk about it quite a bit. It just dies. And, and you end up with two people living in a house. There's no chemistry left. There's no... Because I think it's important, that chemistry stuff and, you know, like the attraction thing, you know, like staying attractive for your partner. Yeah. You know, in whatever way that looks like. And I mean, things change when women have kids and, you know, it's hard to be... You can't be the same as when you were 20 and, you know, you've had three kids. You can't have that expectation. Mm. But it's I'm talking more about energetically because when you're on a path of energetic radiance, you are attractive. It's mm. almost like it goes up another gear. Mm. You know, when Tara, you know, has a baby one day, I'll probably see her even more, you know, like it's because like I, I'm just really – um, connected with her, you know. So that's probably something that I, I look at, you know, differently now. Like you can't always, and I'm not, I'm not 25 either. So, mm. it, but I make an effort. I, I make a real effort to stay attractive for your partner. Um, and and also like, um, I think trust is a big thing. You know, I think trust is when you've got a relationship where you just trust each other. And mm. you're very connected. I think that has a whole another dimension to it as well. When you sort of half, yeah, trust them, or it's like, you know, when someone doesn't really want to be there, you can feel it. Yeah, like when they're always looking for it, go here and go there, mm. and like I just like spending time with Tara. Like, um, I'd choose that over going to the pub or going to, the, mm. you know, going away for a boys' week or whatever. Yeah, I I would choose that myself. And I think she knows that. So it's sort of like, I think that that brings a lot of connection. Mm. So with this person, it's like, because I, I, th- I think about this, married to a complainer and a negative person. Yeah. Like I feel like you don't marry a complainer and a negative person. Like they, they change. Like I always think, like I'm sorry to say this, but I'm just going to say it exactly how it is. Like I always sit, you know, when you see that guy and they're like, 40 kilos overweight and the wife's like still sort of attractive yeah. i think like we know we know a couple of people like that yeah i think you can't do that like and expect them to to stay around like i feel like you do have a duty to your partner to to i guess be the person that they married that's what i'm saying yeah it's a bit like i've never been married i'm just saying that i i, I can see like why relationships would break down i've got friends now that like have ma- major money issues. If I had major money issues with a wife and kids, I would not be home. I, s- I just work five jobs. Mm. I'd be like, there'll be no money issues. We'll just, I don't know, care what we have to do. It'll just, there'll be money in the bank. Yeah, it has so many layers. Yeah. It's not funny because sometimes in life you go through different things where you're like, you know, money's great, money's not as much. But when you've got a real strong relationship, it, I think it actually propels you into this right anyway. Mm. Yeah, whether it's sort of, it's like, a, you know, moving up and down sort of thing. But um, I think being with the right person is really important. Mm. Like I think people sometimes jump in a bit quick. I did. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I just thought I, you know, well, Karina fell pregnant. I had sex with Jackson. I didn't have sex with Jackson. (laughs) I had sex with Jackson's mum once. Jackson fell pregnant. Um, Jackson fell pregnant. Are you right? (laughs) Karina fell pregnant. (laughs) And then her dad goes, well, you better get married. And I was like, oh, okay. 
but I was in a really not so good way. So I was like, oh, let's do that. I thought it was going to save you a bit. Yeah, I thought I was looking for security and, you know, they had a family dynamic I was like really interested in. I was like, wow, like they actually get along and they have this home where they sit around and eat dinner together. I'd never had that in my whole life. I was like, that's really weird. But, um, and it, I know it sounds funny, but Karina's dad bought, so Karina's got a twin sister. He bought them a necklace for Valentine's Day. Karina was like 18. And I'm no joke. I was like, I think he's a pedophile. I was like, what Because he bought a necklace. Because it was Valentine's Day. And I was like, I think he's a pedophile. I wonder why he's doing that. Because well, I, I was, I'm not, what, because he bought. It was so unusual for me to have a dad that cared about his daughter that much that he bought a necklace for Valentine's Day. Like, this is when I first met it. I was like, because this was totally foreign to me. I didn't have a home like this. I was like, what the hell is going on here? This is real weird, like super weird. So, but but I, w- I was a bit like intrigued. So I wanted to be a part of it. So I was mm. like, yeah, because Karina's mum sent her to Queensland to get her away from me when I first met her. She sent her away and then um, did everything to try and not, nah, he's not this, you know, whatever. And then I just tried real hard like to... Go out with her. Didn't you join the church? Yeah, and I was like, "I'll stuff you then. I'll just join the Mormon church, and then that'll that'll make you like be with the daughter." So I did, and then the mum's like, "Oh well, you have to just be together then." So that was like, and that's how I sort of my number, my phone number is Karina's number. So she had a little mobile phone. Well, you wouldn't remember too young, but this little basic one, and her number. When I got into real estate, she gave me her phone. So that number there is her number yeah <laughs> how funny um but i think if your partner's complaining and whatever else you gotta you know that saying first seek to understand before you're understood yeah i like that yeah i was thinking the exact same thing yeah you gotta look at why are they because because mm. you know i know when tara sort of gets a bit cranky or whatever else it's usually because i'm a bit disconnected or she's not being heard or you know mm. like I, that's why i'm pretty aware of her now like and and i'll probably never Probably, I'm always like, like she hates talking about the World Economic Forum. Like, hates it. Like, with a passion. She doesn't want to know. She doesn't want to know about that. She doesn't want to know about Justin Trudeau in Canada. Like, I spend half my morning writing troll comments on Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. In he the almost got banned. I, yeah. I was on his Instagram and it's like, you can't, he's commenting these things. And I was like, Dad, you can't yeah, comment. Like, yeah. You can't say that. I'm like, can't wait till they hang you in the street, you parasite. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, your account will be banned if you post anything. I'm like, Dad, you've got to stop. You really can't. Yeah. That tries to hide it too with like the at symbol instead of yeah. the A and stuff. And, and it I, just and doesn't I do work. words because they, they won't let you put it on there. I do words like, let's say it's like, um, what, what do I say? Like, whatever word you can't say, like loser or whatever. If you do L space O space S space E space R, the, the bots don't pick it up. So you can still write. <laughs> He's cracked the code. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, but I'm mindful of that. So, I could be talking at her all the time because it's probably one of my greatest topics because the world has no idea where these people are trying to lead it. Yeah. And I'm like, even these, I'm just going to talk about it for one second, but these 15-minute cities, they're trying to bring in 15-minute cities where you're sectioned off, everyone lives in a 15-minute city, you can walk anywhere in 15 minutes, everything you need is there, but you're not allowed out more than four times a year or something to go out past the, the border of it. That's what they want to do. And they want you to stop eating meat, 
eat crickets, all this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, come on, mate. I'll t- I'm like, cut the head off the snake. Let's go, like, whatever, all this stuff. And so it's a really interesting topic for me because I'm like, I can totally see where the, these people, these nutbags are trying to take this. And I'm like, but for my kids, not for me, I'll be dead. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like for Jackson and then his kids and whatever. And I'm like very passionate about it. But I'm aware that Tara doesn't, she's not interested. She, she has, if I'm talking about German shepherds or babies or sunshine, talk to her all I want about it. You know, if I go through her TikTok feed, all it is is dogs, kids and things. Like, you know, that's of interest to her. So for me to connect with her, I've got to talk about stuff that's of interest to her. If I was complaining all day, and in a way the, the WEF conversation is like me complaining at you all mm. day, it, it, it would repel her. So you can't expect someone, and you've, been, you've seen people before when they talk at you, mm. not with you. We know people like that. But when they talk at you, it's not pleasant. Yeah. So imagine being married to someone who has no interest in what enthuses you, what turns you on, what pumps you up. You know, imagine being married to someone like that. And if it's not, gonna, if, if it's not fixable, I don't want to spend the next 20 years like that. It's like being in jail. Yeah. So I want to say, yeah, sure, I'm going to hang out in a room with this person for the next 25 years. Just because you've got kids and stuff with them, forget it. Yeah. No way. So that's, what, that's how I see it. But you first got to understand them. Why are they doing that? So you married this person for a reason or you're with this person for a reason. Things change. A lot can happen in 10 years' time. You know, like you're, look at the, you look at you, you're a totally different person than you were six years ago. Yeah. So, one, do you like the person? Two, do you want to, you know, you might have to bend to connect with this person. Like I do. I don't want to talk about German Shepherds. I have no interest. <laughs> I don't. But Tara will send me video after video of German Shepherds and I'll get home. She goes, did you watch the videos? I'm like, oh, well, I forgot. So I'll watch now with you. You know, whereas I could go, stop sending me those videos. But, you know, if you're not going to water it, it's going to die. Do you think you're more patient now than you were 10 yeah. years ago? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I do feel with, I'm with the right person. Mm. You know, and there's a whole lot of things. There's age differences. There's, you know, Tara was very emotionally um, charged when I first met her, but I could see, you know, what I liked, what she was, and, you know, and I, and I liked the journey that she's on as a person. And mm. I think she'd be a very good mum at some point. The kids really like her. You know, all of these things. I mean, you know her well. So am I willing to invest and change, like bend and you know, emotionally connect with her in, in her way to, to keep it enthused? It's the same in everything, though. Everything. Like even as a business, business relationship. Partner, like, me you you. Do, you, like you do things a little bit different to me, but I respect you enough that yeah. I'll do it your way Yeah, because you know better. And that's but but on, on, side of, on the other side, what you bring, not because of what you bring, but who you are, mm. I would literally do anything for you. Mm. Like anything. And vice versa. Yeah. And it's the, so it's the same. Yeah. yeah. My success is your success. That's transferred to Jackson. Mm. Like we are doing life together. Like I literally see us forever just doing whatever. And as, the more successful you get, the happier I get. And I think that's what a business part, uh, a personal relationship is as well. If you bugged me every day, you couldn't get me to stay. I'd be yeah. like, get out of here, mate. Or vice, uh, mm. other way, you know. So I think you're personal just because you signed up with someone doesn't mean you've got to stay there. Mm. And that's what I meant before about you try and, you know, 
give it a go and understand this person. But why are they complaining? They probably can't stand you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Did What's another one? Let's bang, right. bang out another one. This is an interesting one. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good, happy, giving people not experience true love? Two different questions. I'm more interested in why do bad, why do bad things happen to good people? Because they attract it. Yeah. It's just, you've got to see everything in your life as a subject. So whether it's work, money, because they can say, oh, he's a good person, but um, what's something not good that happens? Someone, they get robbed. Crash the car or something. Yeah, they get robbed. You know, like they get, have a house invasion and they get bashed up and robbed. But they might have fear around, like they might live in a lot of fear that you can't see. They might seem like happy on the surface. It's a little bit like, um, have you ever met someone that's, have you ever seen people with angry mouths? A bit like, right there. Have you seen that? Yeah. And they're just like an angry person, but they try and be real nice. I I heard a great saying once, I don't know who said it. But they said, everyone has the equal side of the thing. So it's like, if they're really overly nice, such nice people, the other side is like, they've got a fierce temper. And it's like, it's sort of so true as well. Yeah. So you might think they're really happy and nice on the surface and all of this, and they might seem like really nice people, but they might live in a state of fear inside or anxiety that they just like, deep down, they might be like, oh, um, yeah, just a bit fearful of life or stressed. You know, look where stress is on the, mm. on the bottom of the scale. And then everything that comes to them just matches it. It's Once you see it that way, there's no like bad things happen to this person because yeah. they attracted it. Yeah. yeah and so you can't look at it from a distance because you don't know what how like their energy is pretty much. Yeah. It's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And and like on top of that. Like, like how many times do, do, do we know people like and then they do something and you go, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, heaps. But I, people think I'm like this confident, you know, not out there, but like confident, hold yourself well. And I have the worst people anxiety in the world. Like I, w- I just die when I have to go somewhere that has people. And like, but see what I mean? That's a good example of... I just thought of that lady saying, people are scared to talk to Matt Steinway, but not me. Yeah, I'm right. not scared. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's like you can't really look at it and go, oh, why do bad things happen to good people? Because they're vibrating at a frequency inside on all subjects. What's the next part? We'll end on Colin's one. Which one's Colin's one? That's that one about his mum. But oh, yeah. there's a second part to that thing. Um. Why do good, happy, giving people not experience true love? I don't think that's the right question. Oh, yeah, okay. True love, yeah. It's the same thing. There's another one here. Yeah. Love your stuff. What's your current training split? And what would what would some advice be for myself who currently has a one-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, which affect my sleep plus my commute to work every day? How would you find the zone every morning? I'm generally consistent with training but I feel I don't have a goal focus, which brings next. How would you find your health fitness goals That's a good if one. you're in my position? That's a really good one. Mm. Yeah. So do you want to break that down? Yeah. Okay. The first one is how does she keep her energy good with a one-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, which affect her sleep yeah. and she commutes to work? Or, and he commutes to work. Just sorry. put them up for adoption. 
Uh, dock them out. I can't. I can't help you with this one. I've never had a kid. Yeah, yeah. I used to die when Jackson was um, born, and because I used to get up at four thirty, letterbox drop, and he'd cry all night the whole time. I was like literally dying. Like I just, you could. I can remember it now. The feeling of it. And Karina was no help half the time. Like get out of bed, go and get Jackson. And I'm like, well, I don't have boobs. I can't feed him. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like she's like, go. I'm tired, and she'd be like, she'd have this real temper. And um, anyway, when you got. Time in the season, you can only do what you can do. Mm. So the kids are going to take a lot of your attention. Um, so I don't know if he gets up or not. Any commutes, any works, any trains. I would back off on the training big time. You know, I would, and I just do what you can do at the time because you've got to manage your energy first. There's no point training if you like got it's almost on empty. Mm. You know, like there's no point because you're just gonna not going to enjoy it. You're going to deplete it more. So I would probably just go just for a while, just so you can steady the ship a little bit. So that's if you'd like dying. You know, so if you like really got nothing left to give, you, you have to, something has to go. You can't keep putting things mm. in. You can't change the kids. So the kids are there. I don't know what his wife is like. I'm a little bit... That, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I feel like if, if that was me, I, it doesn't say that he's a single dad or anything like that, but... I reckon you need a routine, like Mondays my night. <laughs> Jordan, that can't, that's come from someone who doesn't have kids. Well, like a routine with your partner, like today, wouldn't you? The, no, the mum's probably like like literally can't cope. We got got a one month old and a two year old or something, is it? Yeah, yeah, mate. Why they can't they you would be cake. They would be dying. It's the worst. But you, but you're telling me that you can't work out a routine like today. The kids, not really. No. I know they're not going to sleep. Like their routine's going to change. But like Monday, you get up. Tuesday, <laughs> I get up. Wednesday, you get up. Thursday, I get up. Nah. Thursday morning, you go to the gym. Friday morning, I'll go to the gym. I feel completely logical. Yeah, to me. no, because the kids might. Jackson was up ten times a night but every that's, night. That's for her night. No. Nah. <laughs> And mine, I he slept the whole way through. So yeah, no. it's what it is. Mate, you had that puppy. You had that pup for two nights. You gave it back. Oh, you were going stuff. on and on and on about that dog as well. Yeah. How bad it's the worst. And it's you're so hard. It. See, like that's a puppy for two nights. And you gave it back. You meant to have it for a week or something. And you <laughs> went and dropped, dumped it in the yard. Whatever you did. I don't know what you did. You gave it back or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, you're saying I was going on and on about yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> stormed in the office. Really backed me into yeah. a corner. Yeah, like losing it. So I think in this... In, what's his name? Jeff. Jeff, I think there's a time and a season. Look, and I've had six kids. I've had, you know, managing them separately, living with them, all sorts of things. And then, you know, at some point, I'm sure I'll have another kid at some point in time. So it's like... Do you think timing with a kid is really, really important? No, oh, there's no timing. No. Like, look at my life right now. 4.30, I get up. From the minute I open my eyes, we're working, you and I are talking, till I went home, went to bed a little bit early last night, but we're normally working until the moment I go to sleep. I think, where do you fit anything else in that That's time? That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Like, you're like, you're like, oh, I just have a routine. On Wednesday, you get up, and then on Thursday, I get up. I, I think there's two ways to look at it. I'm a little bit old-fashioned as well, though. So everyone's going to be different. So I'm like, the woman needs complete support when she has a kid in every way possible. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not really like a mothering type of guy. Mm. Like those guys that wear those things on the front I knew of them. You're going to say this. Yeah. Those guys that wear those things on the front of them, I literally can't stand it because <laughs> it's like it just doesn't look right. Yeah. I hope Tara gets you in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I'll carry it around. I'll carry the baby around like that you know, when, need, when need to. So you believe the, 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 that the husband provides, there's money in the bank, whatever, well, and the wife... Supports, not just provides. Yeah. The husband supports. So the way I see it, and look, and I'm speaking from experience, and my, my opinion is different than others. What, what happens if the girl earns more money? The girl does. Yeah. But I don't live with that girl. I'm talking about me. Yeah, right. So you think you have to work out whatever matches your situation. You do. Mm. You just sort of got to... Because some mold. people both have to go back to work. I like, t- I, yeah. my brother earns great money. Mm. I think he's almost $200,000 a year, but that yeah. doesn't still allow for five and in, four investment properties. His wife yeah. still works too. Yeah. It's a very dangerous topic, this yeah. one, because it has everyone has different opinions. opinions I'm yeah. only talking about my own. So, like, I can't give anyone advice on this, and I've had two failed marriages. So, and the third one is going real good. So it's like I've, I've got perspective, but I can say when Jackson was young and I was in the building phase, I probably, when you're saying timing with kids, I probably shouldn't have, we're going to go longer today, I probably shouldn't have had them. Mm. I wasn't ready at all. And, it, and what a kid does is it amplifies where you're at. That's all yeah. it does. Like if you haven't got a good relationship, like you sort of have a kid to... Um, not make the relationship better, you have a kid because you think that's what you're supposed to do on the next step, you will probably end up breaking up if it's not good because it's put so much pressure on you. And it just amplifies times 20 exactly what's happening in your relationship. Mm. So should I have had Jackson at that age? No, definitely not. And then should I have waited till I was like 40? Probably. But I didn't. Like I had to deal with it all the way through. And the fallout was that was exactly what it is. You know, like I just couldn't get my stride in life properly with the personal side of it because it just, I wasn't right there, you know, myself. But where, where do I, looking back at all of this experience, bringing Jack, and I never skipped a beat with, you know, child support, having, the, so I had them half a week every week. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, one week, Saturday, mo- Sunday, Monday, the next week. So there was a Saturday night in there that Karina could do, I could do it on every second month. Because they, I was supposed to have them every second weekend, but I couldn't do it. It was too big a gap. So I had to bring them up separately, share it, pay for it, whatever. It was very difficult, super difficult. And where I look at now is like, am I financially ready? Am I emotionally ready? And then can I support Tara in a way that's going to help her feel as fueled as possible? Because I think what happens is they have, you have a baby the woman has so much pressure on her trying to feed, especially if it's a new mum, trying to feed, trying to run the house, trying to, if she's still working and all this sort of stuff as well. And it's literally like drowning. Like you put all this weight on and then they just start drowning and then the man can't cope and then he runs off trying to work and do boys stuff and, and then it just implodes. Mm. Like that's where it goes. And then on top of that, it's more expensive because now you've got to pay for the kid and now you've got to do all of this. And it's like, it just becomes such a management task that's what i mean it amplifies everything so the way i see it now is as a man yes you have to provide yeah for sure but you also 
I probably now see support more more important. You know, so like the woman feeling you know, she if she has to get up and feed three or four times a night, you sort of have to make sure that she's feeling all right because if she falls over, everything falls over. Like it's like if the mum gets flu, like what do you do? Yeah, you know, like it's so critical. So that's where it's like, is she all right? What does she need? So when Tara has a kid at some point in time, I've got to make sure her network around her, like all of the supporting things are functioning real well. So if she needs to go to the gym for an hour or just for a walk or just sometimes just getting outside without all the Mm. stuff is important, you know, and then the house has got to be clean but not by her. Like that's where I see it. Like I need to take that off of her. It's more about taking stuff off of her than putting more stuff on her. That's where I'm at now. At 50 years old, looking back, that's critical. You know, if that part is good, things will go much better. And if they've got to feel emotionally supported as well. Like, I'm not, I'm not a warm and fuzzy type of guy. You know, I'm not going to sit there and cuddle her and watch Avatar. No, I'm not. No, I know you're not. Yeah, no, and I'm just being very honest. But what I will do is I, w- I will die making sure she's supported. Like literally making sure she wakes up and goes, I know Matt's got my back. Yeah. You know, I need this, I need that. Like, can I do this? So if Tara needed to stay in bed all day, you know, because sometimes they need to choose well, to. M- money's a big one. Money like is it, a big one. I know, I know you're busting to talk about it. No, I can no. Say I'm not busting yeah. to talk about it. I, I can't. But money is a big one. That's 95% of it. Yeah. So you can take all the stuff off with money pretty much. Yeah. So things like the pub needs to go out the window. Things like um, hanging out with your mates out the window. This is where I, the way I see it. And mm. you're right. You've got to get out there with your sword and start building a life that you can. You have more choice. More choice so you can make sure life keeps happening really well. I think that's, that's sort of the way I see it. So what I'm going back to here, your energy, if the woman's energy is good and she feels great, your energy is going to be good as well because you're going to feel a bit satisfied. Did you want to finish on Colin's one? Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. sec. Yeah. So let's, let's wrap this one up. So mm. it's like, um, is that Jeff's one about yeah. the thing? So going to the gym and training, like you might have to modify for a little bit for the next six months. He's saying what's, what, what should his health and fitness goals be? You're just saying just do what you can. Make sure the woman feels really good. Yep, the best yep. she can. So... That's, that's peace of mind. It's, you know, mentally, emotionally, all of this. So I don't have to sit there and hold hands. I don't do that. But what I do do is, like you say, George, I'm out there giving it a real crack. I'll check in. Like Tara, I've probably rang her 20 times yesterday just talking to her because she was in bed not feeling that great. I was like just making sure she knows everything's good. That's what I would do first. And then once that's, that's like the glue, once that's happening, I think you can start bringing the other stuff in. So your gym goals just might have to take a little bit of a back seat, a little bit. If you're not feeling great, so if you're like tired as all hell, just go for a walk, do whatever, just manage over the next few months just so you can get a real steady shit and then you can build from there. That's what I reckon. Jump onto the last one. Yeah, go. Yeah. I have a question for you. It'd be great if you could cover it on a podcast. I have no family, my parents died, other than my sister who lives in the UK, the only family I have left in my life. I'm finding it very hard to keep a relationship with her 
as all I get from her is judgment and abuse for my life of choices. I don't drink alcohol anymore, and I get called miserable. I invest heavily in... This from the nan? Uh, who? Is this from a nan? From a nan? Is this his nan? His nan, his grandma? I don't think so. Is no. it from his partner? Colin? No, he's... He said, I have no family, my, f- my parents died. Yeah, but what's he saying? Exactly this, he's getting into it. Yeah, but who you were saying, it's who, who's calling him names? Sister. Oh, his sister. Oh, his sister. Sorry, yeah, yeah. He's, my sister who lives in the UK is my only family. I find it hard to keep a relationship with her as all I get is abuse and judgment for my life choices. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I get called miserable. I invest heavily into courses, my business... So I can keep growing and I get called boring. Her life choices are different to mine. She works a nine to five, consumes hours of shit TV every night, <laughs> drinks most nights and on the weekends and is very unhappy. I'm extremely happy with my life and my choices. How can I get her to support me as the only family I have in the world? But I'm very close to cutting this relationship oh, with her. It's not even that hard. Never ring her again. Get get her out of your life. I don't talk to her again. Exactly the same thing. Forget her. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't even waste two seconds on her. Yeah. Who cares? It's for your sister. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's um. Do you want to add to that? I agree. Yeah. Let's add. Let's just quickly wrap up to the end of the year. I know we answered a few more questions today. We didn't really share too much. Whatever. But um, end of the year. What are you doing, George? What am I doing? Yeah. End, end of, of the year. year. You're gonna have a big one. No. Uh, the two the two weeks over Christmas is the most important time. Like I'm looking at at it this year, like this could most definitely be Cookie's last Christmas. Mm. That's very very important to me. I don't talk about it because I mm. like go down Might that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, but um, that's it. I'm I'm gonna recharge with my family, and it's my mum's fiftieth oh as yeah. well. Oh good. Yeah, I'm older than your mum. What are you doing, Jack? Christmas? Oh, library, library, Fort Macquarie. That's good. No, we just got Queensland and. I'll see you guys and then yeah. um, see Sarah on Christmas and then go away for a few days. So are both of you going to drink? Where are you at? I'll have a few, like with Sarah. But like drinking with Sarah is nothing like, because if I drink with the boys, it's like you don't you don't go home. Yeah. And then if you drink with Sarah, it's like three or four mm. with some food and then in bed by 10.30 mm. and the next good. day's good. Yes. I'll pick, I'll pick my times. Yeah? yeah maybe. You're maybe. You're going to get on it? No. Nah, no way. I don't no. think I'll ever touch yeah, drugs right. again. Jordan. No? No. That's good. Yeah. Well, I think um, next year, how we... What, what is the date today, the 13th? So I think next year, how we choose to head into it, I think is going to set it up for... Yeah, I'm completely the, the comfortable tone of with it. my next year. Yeah. I just got all my, my clothes pressed and dry cleaned. I went through my entire wardrobe. I Did I tell you that I hate when I pull out a shirt and it doesn't fit me right? No. Oh, it makes me... drives me crazy. Like, you know when you pull out a pair of shorts and you're like, why are they even in the drawer? So I cleaned my whole wardrobe, changed all my suits, re-bought custom shirts. I've redid my whole listing presentation and book. We've got all of our options. Yeah. I said to Ash, on the 4th, I want all these listings live. So I'm good. I'm ready to go. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. What are you doing? Me? Yeah. Um, just going away with Tara mm. and then just to Qualia and then coming back. But I'm going to see, I'm keen to see what's possible next year for all of us. I mean, we'll do a podcast or two before we go anyway. But... Um, yeah, I think the frequency that you choose to go into next year with Jackson is going to be very important. So no giving in and no bendering. No, I won't bender. I don't no. want to. 
Yeah, too please. scared to come home and see you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, no walking in at 4 a.m. going, hey, yeah, yeah. 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 Sarah was making fun of me last night at that. What she, she was going, dad, dad, yeah. dad. And I was like, what are you doing? Jackson, I don't know how many bags you had that night, but anyway. <gasps> one. No bag. Oh, one. <laughs> but um, I'd really like to create massive momentum heading into New Year because mm. I think, I know everyone says, oh, next year I'm in my best year yet. I don't really care about the best year yet. I definitely care about the most consistent feeling next year. Mm. So I want to like, you know, there's a thing called, let's end on this, there's a thing called a receptive mode that Esther talks about quite a lot. And the receptive mode is once you hit, and people ask about frequency all the time on TikTok. They sort of say, what is the frequency? You know, what is the zone? How do you get into it? This is a whole lot of rubbish, whatever they say. But think about the receptive zone, which is, uh, sorry, the receptive zone, yes. And then it's, if you think about it this way, it does make you think about how you're going to spend next year. And this is really what I'm shooting for. So the receptive mode is when you're vibrating at a frequency that matches the things that you want. Mm. And this is an Esther Hicks thing. So it's, I don't, this is not me. It's, it's Esther, but you should start listening to her people. If you don't want to, we can talk about it anyway. So when you vibrate at a frequency that matches the thing that you want, it must come. So when you choose to vibrate lower, all you're doing is blocking the things that are coming to you. Mm. So if you've got something that's stuck in your life that's not coming, that's only because you're not vibrating there. And then if you raise your frequency to a point where you haven't been before, what's going to happen? You'll attract it in. Attract what in? Different things. Different things. Things that vibrate that frequency. at a higher frequency than you've been operating. So my whole goal next year is not to... I don't, I don't have any goals, not one. All I have is to go to a place vibrationally that I haven't been before. But to do that, you need to be consistent. Mm. You need to be emotionally consistent. You need to be thought consistent. And then you need to be action consistent. So that's why I think fitness is a really high priority next year for us because I think fitness does trigger your frequency yeah so the target next year is to vibrate at a level and watch the things come that we've already asked for at some point in time but then open the gate and let them flood in and i think once you do that and you unlock the potential of that i think the things are unlimited that's that are going to find you that's my target for next year